everybody, it's Chris from CRT Sports Cards, and thank you for checking out the audio version of our video series. If you want the full experience, please go to YouTube at YouTube slash CRT Sports Cards. Now, let's get to the podcast. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to episode number 58 of the Project 2020 show. It is Wednesday morning, day number three of week 18. Yesterday, we set the table. Now, we're about to feast, and we're going to feast on a Don Mattingly by Ben Baller and an Ichiro by Blake Jameson. We also now have the first look at the pre-order totals for the Mike Trout from yesterday, and we're a couple of hours away from the buying time on the Monday card. So a ton to get to today in one quick second. Welcome back to my channel. Hopefully you're ready for another exciting day of Project 2020. My name is Chris. I can be reached on Twitter and Instagram at CRT underscore sports cards. And the website you want to visit for all of your news and notes around Project 2020 is CRTSportsCards.com. Just go to the menu, Project 2020, and everything you need is right there. Now, before we feast on Blake Jameson and Ben Baller, we have an appetizer from Monday to still clear up. And like I said at the beginning, we're a couple of hours away from the buying window ending on these. Where did Nolan Ryan, where did Willie Mays come in after 48 hours on pre-orders? And where do I think the ranges are gonna, are gonna fall? Am I gonna stay with the range from yesterday? On the Nolan Ryan by Sophia Chang, which was my favorite card of the day, I had a target after 48 hours of 115 reserves. It came in at 105, which still to me says it's gonna be 6.25 or up to 7.25. That number feels very high for me right now, considering everything going on. But when you take a look at the numbers, you take a look at the eBay penetration, I still really think it gets over 6.25. At the end of the day, the Nolan Ryan fans are gonna drive this card, and I can see this card getting over 6.25. I can also see myself overshooting here again with this card, but the numbers tell me 6.25 or greater. And on the Willie Mays, I had a target of 50 pre-orders. It came in at 51 after 48 hours. So very, very nice to see that card on the dot after 48 hours. And I'm leaving my range from 3.2 to 3.99. I can't see any scenario right now where that card begins with a four in it. And if it does, it's because people bought this card irresponsibly and drove up the print run. I just can't see any scenario where this card gets over four. I like this card in the middle of three range above the Gibson from last week, but we will see in a couple of hours. I'm curious though, how many Nolan Ryans and how many Willie Mays did you buy between Monday and this video? So while it will be interesting and fun to look at the pre-order numbers in a couple of hours on the Nolan Ryan and Willie Mays, it's gonna be very different. When you think back to last week, the Monday cards really set the tone for us for the entire week. These two cards, when they release their print run numbers, are not gonna have any bearing on what happens today, tomorrow, or Friday. Just like today with heavy hitters, we've got tomorrow, we've got some great cards tomorrow, and Friday's still unknown, but we're gonna sell and print a ton of cards over the next three to four days. So hang on, it's gonna get high, and it's also why I decided today to look at what are the current prices of cards from 75 to 92, the most recent cards we got in hand, and what can that tell us for buying these cards this week? So we'll cover that here in a second. But now, let's take a look at my second favorite card of the day, and it is gonna surprise some of you, but it's gonna be this Ichiro by Blake Jameson. Now, before we talk about Blake Jameson and Ichiro, I did wanna do a collector showcase real quick, and this photo comes to us from Jason Christian. So Jason, thank you for sending this over. And I like this photo for a couple of different reasons. For number one, he's got the, get the Blake collection here, we have the Mr. Cartoon collection, and then on the player collection, we have Ricky Henderson. 
And then he has what I consider the bubble collection. We, we have Nolan Ryan, we have Sandy Koufax, and we have Ted Williams. Can somebody get him a Griffey? I think we have a couple extra out there we can give him. But also, the other reason I like this, this photo is because he has Ricky twice. Whereas I have only done one Jackie Robinson for Natural and my Jackie collection, I can appreciate when a collector goes out there and picks up two copies for each individual set. So Jason, thank you for saying this over. So I'm sure I surprised some of you right there by saying the Ichiro by Blake Jamison is my second card just because I have crushed uh, in the most fun way Ben Ballers cards in the past. And here comes a threading of the needle because I think I'm on an island when it comes to this card. But this, this Ichiro, it's my second favorite for one simple reason. And it's a part of the card that I just don't understand from an Ichiro fan and then from just a collector of the set thinking of Blake's work up to this point. When you think of the American flag in the back of the card, he used it on the Maguire because it made sense to Maguire's 1985 card, which some people consider his true rookie card. But when you think of Ichiro, there's to me, as a, as a person who's a fan of Ichiro, there is nothing American about Ichiro. Ichiro is Japanese through and through. He speaks fluent English, but he doesn't speak it because he speaks Japanese to show respect to his home country. So I just, I don't understand the American flag. And so I really hope, maybe I missed it from Blake explaining it on a live stream. Maybe I'll go back and catch it. And if it was the Japanese flag all the way, I think I'd really, really like the card. But it's, it's, the, it's the half American, half Japanese flags that it was just like, eh, this is not for me. But let's take a look now at Blake's work and then Ichiro overall. Now this will be Blake's ninth card in Project 2020. We most recently saw him with the Willie Mays and before that it was the Fanny Pack Mario Rivera. But he had card number 100, which is his largest print run, 74,862. And then his lowest printed card is maybe his best card, which is the Mattingly at 2,409. And then taking a look at Ichiro, this is also Ichiro's ninth card in the set, recently with the Grotesque and the Natural. So my two favorite artists back to back. So it's going to be a tough stretch from here on out on Ichiro. But his highest printed card, because he really missed the entire bubble, was the King Saladin at 11,425. And then his lowest printed card is, of course, card number one, and it is 1,334. So when you go, hey, Chris, what are your favorites on Blake Jameson and Ichiro? Before I say my favorites, I'm curious, what are your favorites? Leave a comment below as far as your, your favorite Blake and your favorite Ichiro. But on the Blake Jameson, it's really 1A and 1B. I, I tend to think that Mattingly is the best. I, I like his first four to five cards better than his most recent cards, but there is also part of me that really likes that Ricky Henderson. So for me, it's probably gonna be the Mattingly and the, and the Ricky 1A and 1B. And then on Ichiro, this is definitely 1A and 1B, but it's more like 1A and 1AA. It's natural first, and then it is grotesque. Those two are gonna be the top in my, in my catalog right now for Ichiro, but we'll see what happens. There's still like 11 cards left, so that could change. I could fall out of love with grotesque or natural as we go through this, but right now through almost the 50% mark, it's all grotesque and all natural for Ichiro. If you're liking this video so far, I'm glad to hear it, and please also hit that subscribe button so that you are notified of all of my future videos as they come out six out of the seven days of the week. But the one thing that we know, regardless of whether I like a card or not, and when you think of Blake Jameson and you think of Ben Baller, what are they gonna do? They're gonna sell a ton of copies, but that begs the big question. What is the potential resale value of these cards in the future, or are these two cards 
or are these two artists just for collectors? Is there really a flip market in these two cards? And so what I did was I took a look back and it was based on a comment that I received in the yesterday's video around taking a look at current pricing cards 75 to 92. Those are our most recent arrivals in our homes for Project 2020 cards. I do not factor in or care about cards in the 110s, 130s, 140s. Those are completely, those are weeks, months from being in, in, in our house and you can't take those sales out as real until the cards get in. So there were some interesting sort of observations or, or look-ins at these numbers that we can really relate to Ben Baller, and then we can relate to Blake Jamison today from are we buying these firsthand, are we buying these secondhand, or are we buying these in the month or two when they come out on the shelves for us. So let's take a look at that price chart real quick. Recent live cards, cards 75 through 92. And while not every artist is represented here, what's represented here is a good range of print run ranges because these cards today are gonna print high. So you have George Brett, a print run of 56.38. The last week's values for that card, $15.71. Ichiro, King Saladin, his highest printed card, $12.10. Willie Mays by Sophia Chang, card 80, $10,480, $13.86. You look down, Nolan Ryan, Ken Griffey, the bubble cards, the true bubble cards, $6 a piece. And I think that Griffey number is rather high because I think you can find it for cheaper on the Facebook group. But then Sandy Koufax, Ted Williams in the 40,000 range, $9, $10. So when you use that data and you take a look at Ben Baller and you look at Blake today, we know that Blake is gonna buy a lot for autographs. He said he bought over a thousand Mays, which was more than he bought for any other player. And then, Bl and then Ben Baller is gonna sell a ton of copies. You can use this chart and say, well, if this card prints at 9,000 or 10,000, what's the potential value? Could be 11, could be $10. So in my budget, where does that make sense? Does it make sense to lose a couple dollars? If you're a collector, we don't care. We're buying this card because we like it. But if you're looking at this from the flip perspective, I don't think you can actually flip these cards. And when you think about this from the new collector, look, we're always trying to get new people into this set. Have them take a look at these numbers and say, look, Here's where the set is at right now. We have to educate new buyers in this set. And some people are gonna come in thinking they can buy these cards and flip them because we can do that with first player, second player, and the Forgotten Seven, even some cards actually pass that. But for the most part, most of these new cards, unless they print super, super low, like under 3,500, there really isn't a flip game on these cards. And that's because right now for me, it feels that we are dead center in the collector phase of this set. Everybody who tried to flip these months ago is now out. There are certain individuals out there trying to do this on the small time, but for the most part, we are in a collector mindset. So when you introduce this set to new people, you've gotta go with it with the collector mindset, not the flip mindset. People came into the set two months ago with the flip mindset and look what happened. So if we can get people into the collector mindset right now, that's gonna help us all out down the future because the flip game could return in a month from now if MLB gets behind this and starts educating buyers or educating the fans about this. And you can only think of what could happen if Blake Jamison or Ben Baller is on Sunday Night Baseball talking about their cards. The flip game is not here right now. And we just have to be honest with new buyers and say, we're in a collector phase, go collect right now. And maybe we can flip in the near future.
Now moving our focus over to the second card of the day, my favorite, which is gonna be the Don Mattingly by Ben Baller. And I like it for a couple of different reasons, but number one, look, it keeps within his style. This is a, a Ben Baller card. You can look at it and go instantly, that's Ben Baller, regardless of the fact that he wrote, Ben Baller did the card on the card. That's just his, that's his style, that's what he does. But I think it's because it's about the player. You can really see the Mattingly, the Bronx Bomber 1984 in the card. At the same time, it keeps with his iced out style, but it's not so over the top like the Ripken or the Jeter to where it makes the it really makes the card suffer. So I really like this Mattingly overall, and it really fits in with his first card, the Ichiro, which is also to me a very tamed version. But let's take a look right now at Ben Baller's work and then Don Mattingly. Taking a look now at Ben Baller's cards, this is his ninth card in Project 2020. Ermsey remains the only artist with 10. We saw him most recently with the Mariano Rivera, and before that it was the Derek Jeter. And that Derek Jeter is his highest printed card at 64,088. And no surprise here, his lowest printed card is the Ichiro that we just spoke about a few minutes ago, and it's 1334. Now taking a look at Don Mattingly, this is also his ninth card of the set. We saw him most recently with the Fuji Penstrap card, and then before that with the really clean photo from Old Man Allen. On a print run scale, his highest printed card is the Don Mattingly from Mr. Cartoon at 27299, and his lowest card is his first card, just like Ichiro, 1686. So what are my favorite Ben Baller and Don Mattingly cards at the moment? Right now with Ben Baller, it is card number one. I'll never own that card unless it's like 2030 and everything uh, in this set has gone way down in value, but I really like card number one. And then on Don Mattingly, this might surprise you. It's not gonna be the Blake Jameson card. It's going to be the Old Man Allen. The more I see his cards come together at, in, in an entire spread, I really like his photos and what his cards do because the photos fit his style. I'm curious though, what are your favorite Ben Baller and Don Manley cards? Now, shifting our focus over to the Tuesday cards and where did they come in on the pre-order scale? The Mike Trout, no surprise, leading the way at over 140 pre-orders after 24 hours. But that number, 143, is actually lower than his Sophia Chang at this moment. So it's a very interesting situation here. Is the natural Mike Trout going to print underneath the Sophia Chang? Right now, I'm putting my range underneath Sophia Chang's. I'm very surprised by this. I really thought that this card would come out over the Sophia Chang. Sophia Chang at this moment had over 190 reservations, right? Yeah. So we're talking a 50 card difference. So with the 50 card difference, I have a target 48 hour reservation total of Mike Trout at 230, which then when you look at all the eBay penetration numbers, I'm looking at a print run range here of 11 to 13,000, but not over 13.1. I really like this card in the 12,000 range. 11,000 for Mike Trout seems very, very low when you pair it right now with the, the Ben Baller, the Blake Jameson card. At the same time, Anything over 13.1 feels like just a boatload of cards, and I don't think we're gonna get over 13.1 with this card. On Ricky Henderson, we did have 81 pre-orders come in after 24 hours, which was more than the Nolan Ryan, which was more than any card last week. So these two cards are leading the way for the past 14 releases in Project 2020. So when you take a look at that number, and you look at 81, you look at other cards in similar ranges, I'm looking at a total reservation total of 130, 
with a print run range right now of 6.5 to 7.5. This one will definitely do more than the Tony Gwynn, but I don't think it's over 7.5. 7.5 is a very high number of cards in the moment with Project 2020. If you like this video, please give it a thumbs up. And if you want more news and notes from me from Project 2020, please check out that playlist on the screen right now.